Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. Faithful Filipino valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure where there's a will. The Green Hornet strikes again. After midnight, Viola Vernon and her young escort were in a gay and carefree mood as they alighted from a cab in front of her home and approached the door. Oh, it's sure been a swell night, Viola. Look at that moon. You want to go home this early. Early? There you go again, Ted. You must be a night owl. Oh, oh come on. Let's find a hot dog joint. Don't go in yet. Shh, quiet. You'll wake Aunt Emma. Come on in. We'll raid the refrigerator. <laughs> For that, I'll risk waking your Aunt Emma. If you do, you'll be sorry. Aunt Emma isn't in the best of moods at this time of night. <laughs> now, come on. Yeah, from what I've heard of your Aunt Emma, she isn't in the best of moods at any time. <laughs> Especially with your boyfriend. Why, Ted, such a thing to say. <laughs> Somebody's been talking about my Aunt Emma, I guess. <laughs> Shh. I tripped over my own foot. Donna. <laughs> <laughs> I think perhaps we can make it to the kitchen before you do a crash dive over a chair or something. <laughs> I never thought I'd be sneaking in like this before I got there. Why do you have to have Aunt Emma's hanging around the place anyhow? There's only one Aunt Emma, Ted, remember? <laughs> yeah, you're right. There couldn't be another woman quite like her, if you ask me. Just so she doesn't wake up, that's all right. 
If that didn't waken Aunt Emma, oh, then Ted, I... Ted, be serious. That explosion came from the library. Whatever it was, Come you on. better find out. Hey, somebody went out the window. Oh, I'll put on the lights. There. Ted, look. Holy mackerel. Somebody blew the wall safe. Oh, it's Aunt Emma. The heck with Aunt Emma. You check the contents of the safe over there while I call the police. This is serious business. All right. Viola, why don't you answer me? Who's down there with you? Uh, the old bad likes will be coming down in a minute. She'll hit the ceiling when she hey, sees wait a it. Minute. What's the matter? Come here, quick. Oh, well, what's missing? Have you Never checked? Never mind that now. Look. They're on the knob of the wall safe. Jeepers. Viola Vernon, to think you'd bring a young man here at this hour when, when I'm not downstairs to chaperone you. Young man, I... Merciful heavens, what's happened to the wall safe? It's been blown open, Aunt Emma, see? There's a seal on the knob. The seal of the Green Hornet. The country paper! Green Hornet Rob Saint, read all about it! Sometime later, Michael Axford, self-styled reporter on the Daily Sentinel and bodyguard to Britt Reed, the publisher, entered the apartment and knocked on the door of Britt Reed's room. Come in. Come in. Reed, I thought you might like to know the Green Hornet has started trouble again. Oh, I'd like it this way, Axford, I'm glad to let you have a room in this apartment so that you can look after me, as you put it, but if you keep waking me up in the middle of the night... Did you say the Green Hornet was making trouble tonight? That's what I said. I knew it would interest you when you got over being sleepy. I am interested, Axford, very much so. What did the Hornet do? Sure, and he blew a safe in the home belonging to somebody uh, named Vernon over in East Avenue. Just a while ago it was. But we already got an extra out on it. Over at the Vernons, huh? Yeah. Well, that must be the place where Viola Vernon lives with her aunt, Miss Emma Vernon. Sure, that's the place. I I went over there with Sergeant. Believe me, that old lady, Emma was her name all right. She was hopping around like a hen on hot coals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've met the old lady. She's quite a term again. That she is, Reed. That she... Uh, what did... Uh, what did you say she was? Oh, I mean, she's crabby. She's bossy. Wants to run people. Oh, sure. I knew what you meant, all right. Well, tell me, how do they know? Well, that is what makes the police think the Hornet did that job. They don't think, Reed. They know. You see, there was a Hornet seal stuck right in the knob of the safe. A green Hornet seal, you say? Sure. Don't he always leave something like that to show off, like? You ought to know that much about the green Hornet by now, Reed. Yes, of course. Well, you'd better get some sleep, Axford. We'll have a busy day tomorrow. Okay, Reed. I I'll see you in the morning. Oh, hold on a minute, Axford. Yeah? What was taken from the Vernon safe, do you oh, know? Oh, just some sort of bank statement about Miss Viola Vernon's father's estate. And some other papers. He didn't touch any of the dough or the jewelry that was in it. I see. Well, good night. Uh, uh, good night, Reed. Hmm. First thing I'll do is to enclose a note with a genuine green hornet seal in an envelope and have Cato mail it to the police. They can compare the seal to the one they found on the safe. Then they'll realize some phony's posing as the Hornet. After that, well, it's my job to find out just who is posing as the Green Hornet to get away with certain papers from the Vernon safe. The following afternoon, Britt Reed was busy at his desk when Lenore Case, his secretary, entered his office. What is it, Miss Case? 
Mrs. Reed, there's a woman outside. A Miss Emma Vernon who wants to see you. Oh, oh. Perhaps you'd better tell her that I'm busy. That I can... Oh, all the nonsense, Miss Reed. Having me sit out there while this girl comes in to ask if you'll see me. <laughs> Miss Vernon, I'm afraid you'll have Run to... Run along, wait. young lady, you bother me. Such rigmarole to go through to get in to see a person. <laughs> in all my born days, me, I... Miss Vernon, but Mr. Reed... Mercy has... sakes, sir. Fancy chairs to have in an office. Why, Britt Reed, I can remember when your father... Go along, girl, go along. Don't stand there staring. You bother me. Uh, you can go, Miss Case. <laughs> yes, Mr. Reed. <laughs> I don't know what's come over young people these days. No ambition, always giggling out all hours of the night. Why, I recall in your father's days... Oh, yes, that... of course, but you said you wanted to see me, Miss Burton. Of course to... I want to see you. That's what I came here for. Seems to me, instead of sitting around all dressed in your Sunday best in a big fancy office like this, Britt Reed, that you'd roll up your sleeves like your father used to do and go to work. Oh, but you don't quite understand, Miss Vernon, as publisher of this oh, paper. Oh, I... I don't understand, don't I? Well, let me tell you, young man, your father would never let Green Hornet people run around scaring decent women almost to death without using his paper to start a campaign against such upstarts. But, uh, after all, with your nightclubbing and such, you don't have time but to attend would... to business. I declare, if I were a young girl, I think I'd be almost tempted to admire that hornet. At least he has gumption. He doesn't spend half the day in bed resting after a night Now, of... wait, please. Just what is it you want me to do? What do I want you to do? For goodness sakes, haven't I been sitting here telling you for the last five minutes what I want you to do? Well, perhaps you have, but I'll I guess I... I'll the public against that hornet. That's what I want you to do. He took important papers and bank statements. The only way poor little Viola, she's my niece, you know, has of knowing what's left of her father's estate. Why, even the three executors are lost now. I see. Well, Miss Don't Viola, sit there talking. Action is what I want to see. Your father was a man of action, and to think his son is just a playboy. Oh, really, Miss Vernon, there's, there's no need to carry I up. won't keep you any longer. Not that you were doing anything, as far as I can see. I've known you all your life, Britt Reed. Let me see that you can do more than run around and waste your time. Do you realize I might have been kidnapped by the Green Hornet? Heaven forbid. I'm glad at least to know you wouldn't want that to happen. Oh, no, indeed I wouldn't. And now, if you... I'll run along now. Give my regards to your father when you write. If you ever take time from nightclubbing to write. Goodbye, Britt. Wow. What you must have gone through with her. Is she, uh, she gone? <laughs> yes, thank goodness. Uh, you can say that again. You certainly gave me a verbal spanking, and how? <laughs> oh, well, I pity the Green Hornet if he ever meets her. Hmm? Oh, well, maybe you'll have sense enough not to. Oh, by the way, find out the names of the executors of John Vernon's estate, will you? He left everything to his daughter, Viola. Yes, sir. And uh, if Miss Emma Vernon comes back... I... I'll try to give you warning. Uh, please do. Another round with Miss Emma, and I'll be a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get that information for you as soon as possible, Mr. Reed. Well, the old lady doesn't know it, but she gave me an idea that may lead to something at that. But Britt Reed sure took a beating to get a bit of information that might help the Green Hornet. Vernon Estate Executives, Mr. Reed. There's a Mr. John Sevier, a stockbroker, 
and a Mr. Gwynne, city councilman, and a Mr. Jayton Calhoun, a bank cashier. Thank you, Miss Case. Hello, expert. Any interesting news coming over the wires? Oh, hi, Reed. Hi. Sure, and I wasn't expecting to see you around here this late. And as for news, there ain't much coming in right now. Just some local items. Well, let's see. According to a statement by the executors of the Vernon estate, Miss Viola Vernon's inheritance is much smaller than expected. Besides the Vernon mansion on East Avenue, Miss Vernon will receive $10,000 in cash and interstate steel stock valued at an additional $5,000. Huh. Well, now that girl has no kick coming, getting 15000 bucks. Nevertheless, Axford, it was thought that Vernon left an estate worth many times that. Evidently, his wealth has been very greatly exaggerated. Well, maybe so, Reed, maybe so. But if I was that girl, I'd still settle for the door she'd gotten, and that I would. Uh, it could be, Axford, that others have the same idea you have. She'd be satisfied to settle for that amount. You never know about things like that unless one's suspicious enough to investigate. Reed, to my way of thinking, you're talking in riddles. Maybe I am, Axford. Maybe I am. <laughs> It was after midnight when Britt Reed, waiting in his office for the answer to a long-distance call to his father in Washington, which he'd placed a short time before, reached for the phone in answer to its ring. Yes? Oh, thank you. Hello, Dad. Oh, this is Britt. Oh, fine, Dad, fine. Uh, listen, I called to ask you about a discussion we had a couple of months ago about interstate steel stock. Oh, that's right. I recall at the time you said you wanted to get some more, and also you said only two men in this city had any of the stock. Yeah, well, you know who they were and how much they had? I see. Yes, yes, that's just what I wanted to know. And neither one would sell. Oh, well, thanks, Dad. I won't keep you. Take care of yourself. Oh, yes, yes, I will. Goodbye. Hmm, strange. Dad said Vernon had over $100,000 worth of interstate steel and wouldn't sell any. I begin to think it's going to take the Green Hornet to find out what's happened to the rest of that stock and at the same time run that phony Hornet to Earth. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment.
now back to our story. After talking to his father by long-distance phone, Britt Reed left the Sentinel office and went to his apartment, where Cato, his Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet was waiting. Britt Reed quickly outlined his suspicions and plans to Cato. You think one of three executors, cheat girl of large part of inheritance, perhaps? One of them couldn't get away with it, Cato. Oh, you suspect all three, no doubt. Right. But it's one thing to suspect and another to prove it. But following the plan I have in mind, I think we can get proof. Well, no one but Green Hornet able to carry through such a plan. Right again. Therefore, the Green Hornet will ride tonight. Everything ready, Mr. Blitz. Good. Come on, Cato. It was almost 1 a.m. when John Sevier, the stockbroker, arrived home and entered his study, closing the door behind him. I'll finish the work I started before I turn in. In the morning, I'll try... What? A seal. A seal of a green hornet. I'd better call the police. He came here tonight and put that seal right here in my desk. He's probably aroused because of the fake seal that stupid hireling left in the burning safe. But how did he know... Hello? Hello, police headquarters? This is John Sevier on Grand Avenue. That's right. I'm calling to say that I've been threatened. Yes, when I came home just now, I found this... Hold a... it, Sevier. Don't say another word. You... Quiet. Drop that phone. Drop it. What? What do you want? I found your seal, so I know that you... You didn't know I was standing here behind the window drape. You reacted exactly as I hoped you would, Sevier. I called the police and they'll, they'll be... They'll come here, but they won't find me or you. You're coming with me. Oh, no, I'm not. I'll Sorry to you. such you will. Gas! No, wait! No, gas! No! I wait outside French window. We carry him out now? Yes, we'd better hurry. Let's go. Uh, he tall and thin. Not so heavy. Oh, we soon reach car. Yes. We've got to be out of the neighborhood before the police arrive. We've got a lot to do before the night's over. Police spread alarm about disappearance of Broker, no doubt. Yes, there'll be extras on the street within the hour. My knowledge of psychology is correct. That should cause both Councilman Gwynn and Calhoun, the bank cashier, quite a bit of concern. Well, where will we take Broca, Mr. Britt? There's an old deserted boathouse at the west end of Water Street, Cato. We'll leave him there for an hour or two. I gave him enough gas to keep him out for quite a while. I'd better step on it. I don't want police trailing us right now. short time later, Councilman Gwynn, clutching a copy of the extra in his hand, paced the floor in his small apartment. Sevier disappeared. What if Calhoun decided to get rid of both him and me so as to have that money all for himself? I, I must do something. Something to protect myself. I didn't want to go in on this anyway, but... The police. It's the only way. If I turn state's evidence against the other two, I'll have protection. I'll phone them now. Now, who can that be? I, I better answer it. Hello? Gwen? Yes? This is Calhoun. Oh. I suppose you've heard the news. Why, yes, I I was just about to... Now, look, that is, I... foolish ideas. I don't know anything about it, but we've got to work fast. Well, I did think that yes, maybe you had... Yes, I ha thought you would since you're the nervous type. 
Just forget that and meet me at the Vernon house as soon as you can. At the Vernon house? Yes, we'll have a talk with Viola Vernon and place the hint that perhaps something's wrong with the accounting. Also, that Sevier may have disappeared of his own accord, taking her stock along with him. Oh, I... I see. Then he'd get the blame. All the blame. But what if he shows up and denies the whole thing? In that case, we can apologize. He can see that the account is fixed up correctly and no one will be the wiser. Come as soon as you can. I... I'll go right over to the Vernon place. Goodbye. Hiding his disguise in a special compartment in the Black Beauty, Britt Reed left Cato to guard the broker and took a taxi cab to the Sentinel office. Later, he was sitting at his desk when Axford entered. Well, the, the boys told me you were here, Reed. Sure, I didn't expect to see you in your office at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I couldn't sleep, Axford, so I came down to see if anything broke on the Sevier case. But there's nothing new, Reed. When the cops got to Sevier's place, he was gone, that's all. I just come from cops' headquarters now. I see. And you're sure they've had no tip-offs as to why he might have disappeared? Nope. The last word they had was from Sevier himself when he phoned in. Sarge says he thinks Sevier was snatched by someone because on the phone he heard a voice tell Sevier to hang up. Oh, is that so? Well, whom do they think it could have been? It's got him stumped, Reed. That it has. Well, it's a strange case, all right. Well, here's that paper you wanted, Mr. Reed. Oh, yes, thank you. Is uh, that... Just what you wanted? I'm sure it is. I'll look at it later. Thanks. Okay, Mr. Reed. Uh, what, uh, what edition is that, Reed? Uh... Oh, just a copy of the extra edition. I want to look it over, Axford. Uh, let me have a look at it, will you? Uh, hold oh, on, Axford. I'm leaving in a minute. You get one downstairs and take your time looking it over. Oh, no. Imagine the publisher being stingy with his own paper. Sticking it in your pocket like it was news I shouldn't read or something <laughs> like that. Well, I don't like a messy paper, Axford, so you got your own. Well... I'm going back home. If anything else breaks on that case, let me know. Okay, Reed, but taint likely anything will. Well, you never can tell, Axford. You never can tell. Oh, you come back. Yes, I stopped at the Black Beauty and got my mask and gun. Sevier's still out? Well, yes. You give him much gas, no doubt. On purpose, Cato. Here, I brought one of your special capsules for reviving gas victims. Got some water and give it to Sevier. I brought something that'll interest him. Oh, evidently other men not react as we expect, since you carry through alternate plan. Up to now, they haven't, so they must have gotten together. Revive Sevier now. I'd do it right away. Sevier sees this. Maybe it'll do the trick I hope it will. It's a good thing I didn't depend on psychology too much in the case of the other two. I had water ready in case it needed. Good. Give it to me. The less he sees of you, the better. Well, get this between his lips. What? What happened? Where? Green Hornet. I remember now. Sit up, Sevier. You're all right now. Why are you keeping me here? Where have you brought me? Never mind that. I have something to show you. I know. Somehow you connected me with the one who used your seal. That was a mistake, Sevier. It brought me into this case. Nobody can impersonate the Hornet and get away with it. Here, read this extra. Missing broker. Accused of grand larceny. John Sevier. Why, the... Gwyn and Calhoun. They've done this. No doubt. The dirty double-crossers. They're in this as much as I am. They thought because the accounting was stolen, they could get away with this. But they can't. 
I have that stolen statement. Just as I thought. Their names are signed to it as well as mine. Calhoun made sure there wasn't a copy of it at the bank. He thinks he's safe, does he? I'll get to the police and confess everything. I'll settle for that, Seth, here. I'll even take you there, but first you'll have to take another bit of this. It won't hurt you. Wait, don't. Take him from here? Yes, we'll take Sevier, the man whom the police are hunting, right to headquarters. Let's go. We'll have to work fast, Cato. A squad car may come along here any minute, or someone may come out the front door. Here, help me. Uh, it's pretty risky for Hunter to stop at entrance to police headquarters. Yeah. Lay him right on the front steps, Cato. There. Uh, now we... Squat car turn corner. Oh, come on. I'll drive. Oh, hurry, Mr. Britt. I think they see us. They see us and recognize the black beauty. Pull a smoke screen throttle, Cato. That's the only way we'll lose them in a hurry. Uh, there. It's done. No doubt because of fake headline you had set up. Broker will confess everything to police. Yes, I think it turned the trick. They'll involve the others and the police will pick them up. Uh, we've done our part, Cato. Now for a little sleep. It was 4 a.m. when Axford sat in the entrance hall of the Vernon home trying to complete an interview with Viola Vernon. And uh, how much more do you think you'll be getting, Miss Vernon? Oh, please, all the others have gone. Can't you come back in the morning for an interview? It's been rather a tiring time with the police coming here after Mr. Gwynn and Mr. Calhoun. Sure, and I'd be leaving in a minute, ma'am. You came with the police. You should have left with them. Sure, and I'm a reporter. That I am. It's news I'm after. And with them here, I, I couldn't talk oh, to now, you. Oh, now, what? Excuse me a moment. Hi, Vi. You heard the news, so I rushed right over. Ted, don't you realize it's 4 a.m.? You can stay here with me a moment, Ted. Where's Aunt Emma? Well, Aunt Emma was so worn down that she went up to bed. It's been an exciting night. Uh-huh. This must be the lucky man who's this guy? Michael Axford of the Sentinel, I am. And who might you be, me good fella? My name's Ted. Ted, don't give him your name. You'll have a story spread all over the paper tomorrow. And why not, I'd like to know. If he hasn't asked her to marry him yet, he's crazy as a loon to my way of thinking. (laughs) Now, that's an idea. Bye. If I say pretty, please, will you? Priora, I thought those men had gone. Who's down there? Oh, here she comes. That young man again. And that, that awful newspaper man. I'm a reporter from the Sentinel Man. That I am. Mm, take that cigar out of your mouth. Take off that undersized derby and you might look like it. Viola, what's the meaning now, of... Now, Aunt Emma, be nice. You see, Ted here will soon be your nephew. <sighs> Merciful heavens, what next? Crooked executors, shouting police, snooping reporters, green hornets and... Oh, yes, my good man. You tell that boss of yours, Britt Reed, to do something in that paper about that Green Hornet person, or I'll come down there again and really give him a tongue lashing. It's getting so a decent woman can't get her sleep anymore. I don't know what this city's coming to.
These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Henry Stambaugh speaking. This is the Blue Network.